This episode of Says Who is brought to you. Okay. My word. You just keep talking. Oh, boy. Is brought to you by you through your support of our Patreon at patreon.com slash says who, where every Sunday you get a bonus episode of Says Who. Silly Maureen and Dan thought, oh, we'll do that because we can bank them and release them in a bunch. But no, we are recording essentially live episodes because everything happens all the time right now. That's every Sunday if you are a $5 or $10 backer on our Patreon. And if you are a $10 backer, you also get a sticker every month from us as a member of the Says Who Sticker Club. Patreon.com slash Says Who. It's time to talk about books. Books are things you read. You read them with your face or your fingers or your ears or whatever you want to read them with. And I have written some books. Maybe you will like them. This year I am writing one or I wrote one that's called The Box in the Woods. It's coming out in June and maybe you would like to get it. There will be pre-order information soon. We'll have a thing, a special thing. I was on a call yesterday. We're trying to figure out how to tour for it then. I don't know if you heard about oh, this thing called fun. COVID in June where we're like, Oh, sounds perfect. Maybe, but it's mm. almost, it's, it's pretty much, it's going to probably be virtual, but I'll be doing like a bunch of virtual events. So that's kind of cool. Cause it means that anybody can go. You should rent a bunch of outfits, like full costumes. Each event gets a different costume. Dan, you're not far off on some of what my plans are for these events. I like this. Like, e- each one will have a different thing, like yeah. a different kind of like a. Di- oh, this is my plan so far. We'll see if it works, but like a different topic, a whole different thing that's being discussed and kind of done for it. So that way you can kind of choose which event suits you and you won't have to be, you know, in California or in St. Louis or whatever. So that'll be happening in June. And I hope everybody. Maybe some says Whovians will go to these virtual events. Um, that would be swell. And Books. you know what else would be swell? If you want stuff, go to merch.saysupodcast.com where we have stuff and where some new 2021 stuff will be coming soon. Merch.saysupodcast.com. But that's not all, Maureen Johnson. No, it's not, is it? Because somehow... It's another January (laughs) and there's another impeachment going on. And between the last time we released an episode and this time, impeachment.fyi has relaunched. If you are trying to keep track of what is happening in the impeachment, because even though they impeached him in three days, there's still a whole Senate trial. I will keep you up to date with daily emails at impeachment.fyi. Daniel is spending his night writing notes. He's got to watch TV and watch them count the votes. And I can see Daniel starting to cry. Oh, it looks like Daniel must be impeachment.fyi. It was good. Although somewhere in the middle of there, I for- completely forgot how the song Daniel went. I was like, I f- could, I've forgotten the tune. I've forgotten it. But you know. <sighs> Impeachment. Uh, FYI.
Uh, I was also trying to get one more line in there because votes also rhymes with scrotes, but mm-hmm. I ran out of ran oh, out of lines. Appreciated. The effort is appreciated, and you can subscribe at impeachment.fyi. You gotta sing, Dan, just sing it. Dot FYI. I. Oh, yes. God damn it, why won't he pick up? Come on, I've been calling him all day. Hello? Hello? Ah, uh, Steve Bannon, what the fuck are you doing here? Trying uh, to reach the president, he's not, you, he's not calling me back. You just called me, you, I, you called my what, number. Fuck, what, I, that, I don't, I, listen. What is wrong with Phones you? are hard. Rudy, what are you doing? I'm, just, I, Steve, listen, I just, I don't know what's going on. The, I, the, the, he, he won't call me back. He won't oh. answer my texts. I don't, oh, no. I'm, I don't know why. I'm, oh. I can put nothing but give him really good advice. And well, I don't, hmm. I don't, I don't know what's going on. Steve, I'm frightened. Well, listen, listen, Rudy. Uh, I heard that this week you had a big event in Alamo. Yes, yeah, we got him to the Alamo. It was great. Well, you didn't. Uh, Did you went to Alamo, Texas, and nobody, nobody showed up. Listen, this. Did you get this? Is the wrong again? This is the kind of shit that I don't need from you right now, Steve Fucking Mm. Bannon. Mm, I'm sorry. Look, let me help you out, Rudy. I want to help you. I saw the last pardon list and your ass wasn't on it. Well, uh, let me, uh, you know, as it, as it happens, Rudy, I was just texting with the big guy. What? Yeah, you know, we're talking, yeah. What? We were talking about, Tell him uh, to write, tell him to call me. Oh, I'll it. send it, hold on. I'll send it right now. Oh, wait, there's a newsflash. What? About what? you. Oh, good. Is he gonna, oh, is he gonna get this? back to me? Is he? Oh, uh, he's gotta be. He's gonna. He's coming back. He's coming. What it says is he's coming oh, back. This, this may interest you. What? Uh, President Trump instructs staff not to pay Rudy Giuliani. What? That's you're just <laughs> fucking with me. Yeah, oh, see, check the news. See, I get it. Uh, what? Check the news, motherfucker. I. I know. <laughs> oh, there's another news flash about you. Rudy Giuliani gets what? honorary degree from Middlebury College rescinded. Nah, come on, oh. Steve. Oh, check the news. This is. Oh, here's uh, another one. Steve. Trump instructs. Steve. Oh, Trump no longer accepting Rudy Giuliani Steve. phone calls. No, that's. Oh, well, you're just, right about that. I dreamed a dream of times gone by. What hope was I at life worth living? Oh, that was him. That was him calling me. <laughs> I dreamed that love would never die. I dreamed that God would be forgiving. Welcome to the podcast that isn't podcast. 
It's a coping strategy. I am Dan Sinker. And I'm Maureen Johnson. I, I was trying to make some... my throat doing that Ruby yeah. song. <laughs> yeah. I don't know why every character I do is six octaves higher than my actual voice. I like it. <laughs> Whereas that Steve Bannon is my natural voice. That's what I actually sound like. <laughs> we modulate her voice up for the actual episode. Yeah. Thought it I have would a very, scare everyone. I have a very high singing voice when I really sing. It's like very, very high, which surprises me. Because I, I think of myself as having a kind of deeper voice, but maybe I don't. <sighs> Let's just talk. Let's, let's, welcome to voice chat. <laughs> this is, so uh, just for a timestamp, it is 1030 a.m. <laughs> Central Time on Thursday, the 14th of uh, January. 2021 we um if you say so normally we record on tuesdays and come out on wednesdays but uh everything has decided to happen on wednesdays in the month of january and so instead we are recording in the morning on thursdays and then i am turning around a very quick edit which is why it's smart that i propose bits that involve uh large amounts oh yeah special effects on voices um and uh then then so anyway hi <laughs> i don't my brain is not functional today maureen i just no, need to let you know i can tell that yeah i can see, i can i can hear that i can hear that it and, has been uh, a it has been a it has been a time well let's see a week ago, the Capitol was invaded in a coup attempt. Yeah. Uh, where we're finding out more. I, I want to obviously talk a little, a lot about what we uh, are finding out about what happened last yeah. week. Um, can we just do that now? Because it paid sure. out. <laughs> I think I, we don't have a lot of agenda right now, Maureen Johnson. No. I sent you very loose notes. and uh, I mean, yeah. Wednesday coup attempt. Next Wednesday, actual just straight up impeachment. Yeah, like boom, and then next Wednesday uh, inauguration. So <laughs> this is the it's, this is a whole month of Wednesdays. It is every day in January is a Wednesday. Remember, every like, day is like Wednesday. I don't know, like an hour. On January 1st, when it was like, 2021, maybe it's going to be all right. Well, I think that what 2021 has shown up to be so far is um, fast and very, con like, we get everything constantly. Well, you know, we got, but it's, it's good and bad. Like, we take the Senate. Also, at the same second, there's a coup. And yeah. then, like, boom! There's like an impeach. They got that shit together in a week and did it. Then there's an there's an impeachment, and then there's uh, another big thing that happens somewhere in there. What was it? It was a big, big thing. Oh well, then there was the thing of like every single social media platform to platforms Donald Trump yeah. in one dump in one hour in one night, and then like funny stuff also keeps like some of it's very funny, like deeply, deeply funny. Um, that's funny. And I, we're allowed to have that because it's fucking funny. It is. Um, it is also remarkable yeah. how much we had adapted to 
being able to look over and in real time see the president lose his shit. And now it's like, I I have forgotten that usually the way you learn that someone at the stature of the president of the United States is unhappy is through like articles that come out a day or two later. And uh, it is taking some adjustment in my own head. That is for certain. Yeah. And um, also parlor, parlor got just shit can <laughs> fully, fully and completely. I mean, so in the middle of this, we also as a bonus round lost a lot of turfs. So like, that's nice. Yeah. And um, but let's talk about what some of the things we're finding about the capital siege. Yeah. I mean, that feels like. We are, I mean, it, uh, it is such a, it's, uh, I'm having trouble finding the terminology, ter- the language because, well, A, because my brain's fucking broken. Right. <laughs> but also because the the amount of time that has actually elapsed versus the amount of information that has changed and that we have better understood is remarkable you know sort of last wednesday when the siege happened the focus was largely on the sort of dangerous but real clownery at play and now we are starting to see in fits and starts that there was a lot of real fucked up dangerous and scary fucking shit happening yeah. Even while the sort of clowns were dancing in front of the camera. Right. It certainly seems that there were um, deliberate and guided assassination attempts yep. that were going on inside the building. Uh, that potentially some of the rioters and uh, insurrectionists were given tours of the building, potentially. Yeah, that's that that is a new wrinkle that came up yesterday. Did they have they actually given names of who was showing people around? Uh no. But um you know, you have things like that that there there are accusations that members of Congress were giving tours of the building the day before. Now, a, a, an interesting footnote on that is like, oh, it's the Capitol, there are tours of the building happening all the time except there haven't because of COVID restrictions. So, um that is that is a question mark. There is Ayanna Presley has said that there the panic buttons that should be in her office were not in her office, and they don't know when those got removed. Um, it is you know there there are a lot of things that if you begin to connect the dots back get real wild real fast. Certainly, there was some involvement from. Some members of the Capitol Police. Yep. They're Capitol Police um, members that are on uh, on leave now. There are also plenty of Capitol Police members, one should point out, that did remarkable acts of hero her- heroism oh, yeah. and uh, likely meant that there was not a larger bloodbath. Yeah. But uh, there certainly one now man seem who... to be one out on... That some folks that are out on leave due to potential involvement and one man a black man of course who put his life and body on the line 
by literally yeah. using himself as bait. Yeah. Leading I a, mean, leading a group of insurrectionists away from the not yet locked down Senate chambers. They were steps away and he basically led them in the opposite direction in the minute yeah. before they locked the doors. Yeah. He put his body on the line. Yeah. And um, the fact that a black man had to use his black skin because he knew the nature of this crowd. Yep. And in order to save our government, he I mean, when you put all of that together in one equation, you get America right now and America in general. Yeah. <clears throat> so, you know, it's a lot to think about. Yeah. Yeah. That man st standing at the nexus of everything. Yeah. No kidding. Uh, um, that uh, AOC had a very harrowing, I mean, Dan, uh, many of these people have been, well, not many, some, what am I saying many? They got some people, they've arrested some people. The arrest videos are delightful and somebody strung a bunch of them together to the song Layla, like at the end of Goodfellas. <laughs> and it's really, I, honestly, I watched that about 25 times. <laughs> yeah, they- Kicking uh, and kicking and screaming, like yeah. just could not believe that they were being arrested. Yeah, yeah. Really just couldn't believe it. Yeah, a hundred and I think the FBI and the Department of Justice held a press conference two days ago, 160 open cases, and they described that as the tip of the iceberg. It does feel like there is a, a, a real concerted effort to do what wasn't done last Wednesday, <laughs> actually arrest these people and um, begin to unravel what in the fucking name was going on. Yeah. Um, they got that one guy that was sort of dressed like William Wallace with the, the face paint and the big fuzzy hat. Uh, yeah. And he apparently designates himself as a shaman and only eats an organic diet because I guess Alex Jones told him to. So sure. they have to feed Makes him sense. an organic shaman diet. Oh, that's nice. That seems like something that everybody will be entitled will get treated to in uh, the the criminal justice system. Yeah, that's system. usually that how seems, it works. That's usually how it works. Definitely. Yeah. It, as a result of all of this, uh, National Guard troops slept on the floor, the fucking marble floor of the Capitol for the first time since the Civil War. Uh, Three thousand troops quartered in the Capitol uh, yesterday, and they are moving them to hotels as 20,000 troops move into Washington, D.C., because there's a fucking inauguration happening next Wednesday, and there are credible threats around it. If you are a Sezhuvian in the greater D.C. area, um, we are thinking of you, and you should be uh, as safe as possible right now because uh shit's fucking nutty yeah also you know there were bombs there were there was zip tie guy yeah what i i didn't follow the zip guy tie all of his stories but apparently he said he found them or some shit yeah some shit he did yeah. go with his mom 
which is nice. It's nice to do things with your parents. A lot of these people turned out to be in the service. Yeah. Or cops. Or cops. Or ex-cops. Surprise, surprise. Uh, there was a, 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 a retired firefighter from Chicago who was uh, arrested and uh, caught on video throwing a fire extinguisher at uh, Capitol Police. So, <sighs> Dan, a week ago there was a there was an insurrection. <laughs> <laughs> there was, and then yesterday there was an impeachment. <sighs> Donald Trump now the only president in history to be impeached twice. There have only been four successful impeachments of presidents, and two of them are Donald Trump. Why not three? They could get a week. It. They did it in three days. They could get foreign if they worked the weekend. Yeah. <laughs> so it's unclear what's going to happen in terms of the Senate because there's an right. inauguration and a switchover of power in a week. Yeah. So uh, for those of you that don't remember all the way back to last January, <laughs> Jesus. Uh, impeachment does not remove anyone from office. The impeachment uh, leads to a trial in the Senate and conviction in that trial leads to removal from office. But uh, the Senate is switching power on Inauguration Day as well because of the success of the Georgia runoffs, the number of senators that are Democrats is 50 and the number of senators that are Republicans are 50 and the tie is broken by the vice president, which means that the balance of power in the Senate shifts to Democrats. Um, and the Senate is recessed until the day before inauguration day. And yesterday, Mitch McConnell, the outgoing, how does that sound? Uh, Senate majority mm -hmm. leader, uh, announced that he would not be calling back the Senate uh, from recess, basically handing the whole thing over to Chuck Schumer, who will be the new Senate majority leader. The big wrinkle is the fact that there is a lot of stuff that the Senate has to do at the beginning of a new president's term, like approving all of their various uh, appointments and uh, that sort of thing. Plus, we're in the middle of a fucking pandemic and the Biden administration would like to get more relief out to people and uh, all of that requires the senate to actually be able to do stuff and because the rules of impeachment are sort of these arcane rituals uh the technical thing is that when the impeachment trial is gaveled in nothing else can happen until it is done so they are having to sort out uh, a creative method for actually letting the trial happen and also getting shit done. At one point, they floated holding the articles for 100 days, um, which is no longer going to happen. It sounds like they are going to use some parliamentary trickery to be able to do work in the morning and impeachment trial in the afternoon. Fun. Yeah. Oh, oh and, and not for nothing, uh, at least three Democratic representatives or I don't know if they're senators or, just, or representatives or it's a mix, um, have now 
contracted COVID from their Republican counterparts who yeah. refused to wear masks when they were sheltering yeah, their during house, the insurrection. House members um, were all sheltering during the insurrection, and there was a group of Republicans who refused to wear masks despite being having masks offered and all of that. They were all in a very small room, and now we are beginning to see a growing spread of COVID positives from from that room. So good stuff. And so as a result of both the insurrection and that, Nancy Pelosi just put in new rules for the House. Uh, you are now required to wear a mask on the floor. And if you don't, you are fined. And they installed metal detectors at the doors of the House of Representatives, which caused a whole lot of Republicans to lose their fucking shit and get into screaming matches with the Capitol Police that just protected them from a fucking mob the week before. Uh, and uh, actually, as of last night, she has implemented quite sizable fines if you circumvent the metal detectors. So there is one rep. Is it Gomert? No, that's Louis. That's uh, what's her name? Shit. What's her name? She's really oh, it's Louise. The, somebody isn't the one from Georgia. Uh, or the one I from Colorado. There are two it, that are real I think it, pieces of work. I thought she was actually from New York, but maybe it's Colorado. Marjorie Taylor Greene is the nope, absolute that's not her. wingnut from Georgia. She is the one that wore a censored mask on the floor yesterday. Not uh, her. And so then you were talking about uh, Bobbert. Yes. Yeah. The one that's determined Bo to carry. Bobbert or Bobert. She's absolutely determined to carry a gun into the yeah she is a brand new both of them are brand new uh that was one of the more remarkable things about watching the debate yesterday was how many of these people that got up to do their little two minutes or one minute of speechifying opened their speech by saying, I didn't think the first thing I would say on the floor of the House of Representatives was this, you know, like, was this real stark reminder of just how literally, like, this happened essentially on the same day that people started their work. Yeah. You know, as representatives, the weird shitbag ones and the really good ones, you know, but there was a, you know, these, they had just been sworn in uh, like a day or two ahead of that. And then uh, this all went down. Another really wild, stark reminder yesterday was, um, I actually have to open up impeachment.fyi to remember oh, his that's name. A, yeah. That's a good, that site really covers this. Uh, Jim McGovern, who's a, a Democratic representative from Massachusetts, referred to the fact that they were all standing in, quote, an actual crime scene. It was like, holy shit. Yeah. Like, Jesus Christ. Five people are dead. Yeah. And, Five people are um, dead. In addition, one of them is a Capitol Police officer. An additional, the, the day or two later, another Capitol Police officer died by suicide. Um, you know, it's, yeah, it's, it is an ongoing fucking absolute travesty seven 
No, wait, six days. I mean, we're recording this on Thursday, Dan. And he will no longer be president in. Yeah. Just go. Two. Six. I know it's six, but I just wanted to actually tick them off with a little. <laughs> Feels good that way. I wanted to watch it. Like I wanted to pull up my calendar and tap each day with the cursor. And there. It, it, in in and among, and you said this a few minutes ago, in and among all of this tragedy and all of this terror and all of this awfulness, there has been some hilarious shit that has happened. Like just uh, the funniest. It was reported last night that Trump had to be stopped by AIDS from going to the house yesterday to argue his defense. I mean, can you imagine what that would have looked like? It would have been amazing. Magical. <laughs> Just truly. Magical. Just truly magical. And then, in addition to that, there are all sorts of reports about the fact that Rudy is finally seemingly getting the treatment that anyone eventually gets from Donald Trump, which is shunned and not paid. Uh, reports last night uh, began to surface that Donald Trump is not returning Rudy's calls. And, I mean. And that uh, they are not going to pay or they are looking into not paying his legal fees, which if, if you remember back when he was doing such a good job of depend defending uh, Donald Trump in the post-election moment where I believe they lost 60 cases, um, he was apparently billing $20,000 a day. Anyway, I have uh, obviously throughout all of this for many months now been texting Rudy to no avail. Never responds. I'll burn a number. I'll send a new one. At one point, I bought a bunch of additional burner numbers just to be able to flood him, see if he would respond to any of them. Nothing. This morning, I burned a number, got a new number, and just texted Hey, Rudy, he's not taking your calls. And within minutes, I got a single word response. Bull. Dan, you didn't tell me that. I didn't tell you that. Oh, Dan, you, uh, you, were, you were saving that. I was. He will talk to anyone. He didn't respond after that, but that one. That's the a good the one. trick of it is you just got to kind of dangle. A lot of different approaches. <laughs> See what he bites on. It's like fishing. Fishing for Rudy. Fishing for Rudy. That's the title. <laughs> That's a sitcom. I mean, Dan. 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 Morning. What the, what the hell is happening? I mean, the. Aside from. Everything. everything. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It, I don't think there is a single person that could reasonably tell you what the next seven days are going to look like. I'll take an unreasonable person. I would love it. Uh, whoa. I, take, I would like you take to a, take an unreasonable attack I'll at a, it. Uh, do you really, Dan? I do. Because 
What I would say about it is maybe a little on the serious side. Good. I don't think what we saw the other day was the worst of it. Yep. Um, I think what we saw was maybe the most symbolically, like it has a very bad optics, as they say. Yeah. It did overtake the Capitol. Uh, but I think that there are, I don't know, it just sounds, I, I, it sounds bad to say it out loud. <laughs> but I mean, there are, a lot of people are fearing for their lives and there are a lot of unhinged people out there that have been made unhinged by Donald Trump and his mm -hmm. ilk. Yeah. And I feel like people's lives are actively in danger. They also attacked state capitals. I don't think they're, I, I, I don't know what the fuck they're going to do next Wednesday. Yeah. Truthfully, I don't know. I, I, I don't know necessarily that they would come back to DC, but I think there'll be other places. Yeah. I mean, I think that, I think that likely the storming of the Capitol was the, I mean, you just described it as symbolic. Well, and but I think that it, in terms of that level, we are in the United States Capitol and nobody has control of it but us for hours. Um, that level of success will likely not be repeated, but I don't think that there will be. It is the end of smaller levels of insurrection. You know, I mean, there are going to be 20,000 troops in the streets of Washington, D.C. I don't think some fucking dudes that got shirts printed up beforehand are going to be doing much there. But I think that they are very likely going to appear other places. Also, what the fuck did they get when they were in there is another question. That is a question. I mean, good Lord, if you were one of the many like spies in washington dc last wednesday were you not like oh let me go grab a red hat and go wander the halls of the house for a minute with a flash oh. drive yeah one assumes that much like every event at mar-a-lago it's just dripping with yeah. wires and spy equipment yeah like that seems real obvious and i know there have been a number of reports of the level of sort of like technical forensic analysis that they are beginning to undertake in order to sort out what was and was not breached and what was because and was it's not a taken. Giant, and... giant fucking crime scene. Yeah. Many, many, many rooms of giant, giant, giant. If one of those rooms was breached, that would be a giant crime scene. Yeah. The building was breached. Yeah, it was. And the, the building, building may have been breached before that. Yeah. There certainly seems to be some evidence that the building was infiltrated in some way before that. Yeah. It, the whole thing is such a remarkable set of circumstances. And one thing that I do take a little bit of hope from is the fact that next week, the Justice Department has a new person running it. You know, like the, the administration sh moves next week and the yeah. interest and ability to pursue avenues that have been largely off 
uh, off the option list opens up, you know, that you have not been able to, I would say, successfully investigate people that might be viewed as supporters of the president right now. You know, I mean, the that even the press conference that they held this past Tuesday, it was notably absent was the head of the FBI and the head of the Department of Justice. It was, you know, kind of the your normal run of the mill spokespeople level people that were talking about the investigations. And that will change. You know, it, it, it is interesting to me that Merrick Garland. The. Supreme Court justice that never was for Barack Obama because Mitch McConnell blocked him has been named by Joe Biden to head the Department of Justice to be the attorney general. Uh, And he was he is suddenly going to be moving into a very significant position because they will be leading not only the investigation into what the fuck happened, what were security breaches, what were, you know, what was going on there but also they are going to be tasked one would hope with bringing down these white supremacist insurrectionist gangs that are now running roughshod (laughs) you know like fucking go rico on the proud boys that will be their job also dan be on a lighter note, a more fun note, and you know, my favorite game. What's happening in Trump land? They didn't even really mount a defense for him yesterday. No. I mean, he, want, he wanted to come in and, and have a chat, talk about his feelings, but they said, no, you shouldn't do that. Yeah, he Which, is apparently very angry at the Republican minority leader. Uh, Kevin McCarthy, because in McCarthy's speech, he said that Trump does share some of the blame. Very mad about that. You did have the usual suspects lining up to vigorously defend Donald Trump. Jim Jordan, Matt Goetz, uh, the, the new folks that have have come on the scene like Bobert and uh, and and Marjorie Taylor Greene. Um, when the, I make my those little folks mental- aren't going away. Unless they are found to be involved. Uh, when I make my little mental list of people I would like to fire into the sun. Yeah. Um, I feel like Jim Jordan is way oh, up yeah. there. Yeah. One of the uh, 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 in, in a group chat that I'm in yesterday while I was having to watch Jim Jordan because he was he was running point for the Republican side of the arguments yesterday. So I had to see a lot of Jim Jordan. Um, in the group chat, I just said, I would like to punch Jim Jordan in the nuts. <laughs> that would be very fair. It would be very satisfying. Jim Jordan is really one of those people. I mean, Ted Cruz is almost beneath contempt. I mean, he's just so, uh, Josh Gondelman, who's a comedian online made a joke about Ted Cruz the other week that it's a very niche theater joke, but it is the one of, it is potentially the funniest tweet I've ever read. (laughs) I laugh about it. I laughed about this so hard. I, 
every time I read it over the course of five days, I started snickering uncontrollably. And the joke is, or the line is simply, and it's that Ted Cruz is like a Commedia dell'arte character who's constantly dropping, his penis is constantly falling off on the street and he's (laughs) begging people to pick it up. (laughs) That is a horrible image. It is. As somebody who in grad school had to read the many strange scenarios of Commedia dell'arte and what were considered to be jokes, like the scenarios, the little scenarios are the little kind of performance. Commedia dell'arte is a style of theater. I'm going to give a little class here that takes 30 seconds. It's not very, very detailed. It's a very old style of theater. You've seen some of the characters. There's all a set of set, set stock characters like Arlecchino and the doctor. And uh, there's, there's about seven or eight of them and they they perform these scenarios which are just like a paragraph long and that's the little joke performance they do like a sketch and what was considered funny then is is just baffling now in some cases like a man smells a fish and then his hat and his butt fall off or something like it's just something (laughs) where you're like what (laughs) but it's like a classic like my wife joke or whatever. It's just, it's just a classic. And uh, just the image of Ted Cruz as a Comedia dell'arte character whose penis is constantly falling off in the street and he's begging people, Signore, my penis, please uh, pick it up. <laughs> sir, sir, please. Uh, no, sir, madam, my, my penis is in this. Oh, please, sir, pick it up. <laughs> I'm saying he's beneath contempt, Dan. He's so, he's such a sad motherfucker. He's so beneath anything. He's so wretched. Yeah. That you almost can't be mad at him because he's so Mm. wretched. I can be mad at him. You can be mad at him, but it is just, just the image of him after Trump calls his wife ugly and his father as accuses his father of assassinating JFK. Then he just sits there and answers phones for my senor and my penis, please, (laughs) sir. So, but Jim Jordan, when I get my son cannon, he's the first one in, I think. (laughs) I know it's, there's a hot competition, but I really, whenever he talks and he's got the short, you know, he can't wear a jacket because he's too shirt sleevey. Yeah. In the in the in the sun cannon with you, yeah. Matt gets right in there too. Mm. That dude's hair has gotten comical in its height. I don't know what he's going for, but he is. Uh, he has reached the point where he looks vaguely like some sort of claymation character. Senora, my penis. <laughs> Please, sir, pick up my penis. <laughs> Would you help me, sir? Um, Maureen Johnson, mm. I want to make a hard shift in this conversation. We were talking about what's going on in Trump land. I know. What's but going I, on in that building? Oh, nothing good. I mean, half the people have left at this point, either yeah. because they quit or because they're fucking moving out next week. <laughs> like. The wildest thing to remember whenever you're picturing any of this is this is literally happening at the moment of presidential transition. So 
whether or not insurrection had happened or everything else, that building was emptying out over time. It is growing less and less full. It is, you know, becoming just him and just a few people, half of whom can't stand him, half of whom are still sitting there telling him that everything that he does is incredible. And every day there is one less. <laughs> like, it's just dwindling down to nothing. I will say I am genuinely shocked that he is still in the White House. I assumed that he would have headed to Mar-a-Lago. I mean, I originally I was saying like back over the holidays and just never come back. But he did come back. And uh, he still has not left. So we'll see. But I need to I make mean, a shift. All right. Because I'm looking at our time and I'm looking at the actual clock and thinking about everything else I have to do today. And we are 14 days into 2021 and we have Shut not up. set our 2021 slogan. Maureen Johnson. Yeah, it's true. We need to do that. We made a call out to the Says Who Facebook group for suggestions, and Janice compiled them all last night, and you all came up with 89 suggestions. Yeah. Which is a lot and amazing. Yeah. And I just... uh want to read a couple because there are 89 so i'm not going to read them all but yes. thank you for all of them just the, and they're all the thing is that there are no bad ones no like they're all pretty solid definitely um some of my just scanning down the list some really uh old beginnings makes me laugh uh cut us some fucking slack <laughs> Uh, just, uh, this one's kind of hard to say out loud, but it's bracketed karma intensifies. <laughs> uh, oh, this one I like a lot. We will get through this out of sheer spite. So help us God. <laughs> or this one is elegant in its brevity. Sh sure. Fuck it. I do like we that like, one. We like that one a lot. Um, do more boomless. Dark. Too soon, maybe. Uh, this could have been an email. <laughs> Just fucking paddle. Uh, we want to apologize in advance. Uh, don't, turn, make, don't make me turn this car around, Joe. Uh, there are a lot of good ones. Then there's one that's kind of a good uh, acronym, which is ATAC, after Trump, after COVID. <laughs> I think potentially too soon. Disney or bust? It's the right attitude. That is. Uh, healing vigilance vaccination. Or the just accepting nature of what did you think was going to happen? Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, what are we oh, doing, oh. Maureen? And one more, the designated survivor. <laughs> oh no. That one gets me every time. Dark. It is. 
That is dark. I feel like we need something that is both realistic and slightly aspirational. Mm. It's the, it feels like the, the trick of the, the needle that 2021 has to thread is the fact that it is starting in as fucked up a way as possible, but we've still got 11 and a half months to go, so we, <laughs> we need to set our sights a little bit up. Right. There's big, there's really big gonzo energy in 2021. Yeah. I mean, it just it feels truly mysterious in a way that mm. I don't feel like any other year has. Yeah. Like, we don't know anything. And we're trying to count the sparkles, you know? It's just, everything's glistening Ooh, at once. Count the sparkles? Yeah. That's not bad. Oh, I know, right? It's very mysterious. Yeah. It can be good, can be bad. It's 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 encouraging you to take note. Yeah, be conscious of the things around you. I don't hate that, Maureen. That mm. just came out of your mouth. Yep. Yeah. I like that. Do you guys like that? I like that. I like that. It's sort of, it's it's somehow the synthesis of these 89 because what it suggests is because what I'm seeing in this list are themes of survival, themes yeah. of explosions, but the things of you know like it's a fucking we're just go, we're going for like we're going we're all in a raft and we know that we're going over a waterfall, <laughs> but we think we can make it. Like we are all. I really do feel like the mental image of this year is all of us in this white water raft. Yeah, and there's many beautiful splashes all around us but you know how splashes sometimes catch rainbows we're counting the sparkles i like that i like that i think that's it all right well i say should we gavel it in gavel it in maureen count the sparkles 2021 i like it too i like that it is it's optimistic yeah and i think that's the key you know like it 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 so, uh, you know what? I want to tell a quick story, Maureen Johnson. I want to hear it. So last year's slogan was grow for it. Mm. And if you remember, as we decided on that slogan, I had discovered that the bonsai tree that had been gifted to me by some folks uh, after my dad died, uh, I had moved it in order to put our Christmas tree in last December, 2019 December. And I managed to, while well, the impeachment was happening and a lot of things were going on and I managed to forget about it. And I discovered that it was just sort of a stick in a bowl. And I was actually quite heartbroken about that fact. Um, and then we came up with that slogan and I revealed that I had done a bunch of reading and that one of the things to do when you are faced with a dead looking tree, like a bonsai was to scrape uh, a little bit of the bark off and see if it was white or green and it was green. And so I just kept fucking watering this stick for w what felt like weeks. And finally I noticed that there was like one bud on it. It was like, just please. Like I would literally water the fucking plant and be like, please, <laughs> please and uh 
and then there was a bud and then there were two and the thing is not just fucking alive at this point but it is like covered in leaves it has grown in size one year later and so i do think there needs to be i think there is i think we need to put hope into this and so i do like i like counting the sparkles sometimes we forget that I actually have a Count the Sparkles story as well. When I was asked what I wanted for Christmas, I'm like, I don't really want anything. But I had two things I wanted. One was a like a, a mystery card set. And the other was a little sticky thing that you could buy. I'd seen it in like one of those, what, every, every small town has that one shop of like wacky magnets and socks with phrases on, you know what I mean? That kind of yeah. stuff. But they had, I had seen this thing over and over and I was always tempted by it. It's a little stick on that goes on the window and it ha- it's called a rainbow maker. So it's got, I'm looking at it now. It's got a little clear thing of gears and then a crystal that hangs off the bottom and a little solar panel on the top. And when the, the sun hits it, the little, it's solar powered, the gears turn and the crystal spins and it creates little rainbows around the room. It's like a little $40 widgety thing, but I always loved this thing and I would never buy it for myself. And I was like, this is really what I want for Christmas is this little thing that goes in the wind. I don't know. Like I've wanted this thing for so long. Can I have it for Christmas? And I put it on the list and I had to buy my own Christmas presents (laughs) because of various circumstances. (laughs) And it was unavailable for some reason. Like they just weren't on like, so I, I didn't, and I told it, Oscar I was like can I have this and he forgot so I didn't get one I was kind of sad I was like this is the one thing I wanted was this this thing that goes in the window it makes rainbows and when we and when we got back there were a series of boxes by our door and one of them contained one of these things it was not from Oscar it had no name inside of it I don't know who sent it to me but somebody I'd never said it out loud that I wanted one of these things except to him somebody sent it to me kind of realizing it's the kind of thing I would like. And I don't know who to thank because there was no name in the box. That is awesome. But somebody kind of saw this thing. It was like, that's a very Maureen thing and sent it to me. And I love like stained glass. I like things that make colored light. I'm obsessed with this stuff, Dan. That and plants and lamps. I'm like very, ideally I would live in a greenhouse. So I'm so desperate to make my little rainbow thing so I can count the sparkles but it needs a lot of sunlight to turn is what I found out. So I stood in front of it with a light the other day <laughs> and I was like, turn motherfucker. And I saw one of it. Cause I was like, maybe it's broken. And I was like, oh, is it broken? Is my little thing broken? And it just started to turn. So I realized it really needs a lot of strong sun. So it's probably only going to work as like maybe a little bit further in the year. Um, but every day I look at it and I go, will it turn today? <laughs> I, Will it did. turn where, where my little sparkles so I can count the sparkles? The nice thing is that one day it will. And you'll one just, you'll, it'll just be there and you'll be like. <gasps> and it's all I'm going to look at all goddamn day long. I'll be like, my sparkles, my sparkles. Because apparently I'm four, but I don't know who sent it to me, but someone understands me perfectly. That is awesome. Says Huvia. Count the sparkles. Count the sparkles. We said it together. We did. We said it together. We did. Says Yay. who? Says who? 
is made oh, Jesus is made possible by you a year through your support of our Patreon at patreon.com slash says who where every Sunday, including this Sunday, you get a bonus episode of says who we have now recorded enough of those that it is like a long running podcast. <laughs> I just did a massive backup of all of my says who audio and like the Patreon episodes are like many, many gigabytes. (laughs) Like it's like 50 gigs. (laughs) Anyway, every Sunday you got an extra episode of says who, if you are a five or $10 supporter. And if you are a $10 supporter, you also are in the says who sticker club. Where you can bet your ass there will be some Count Your Sparkles stickers being made real shortly. That is it. Patreon.com slash says who. Our theme music is performed by Ted Leo. Our logo was designed by Darth. That little red panda is a real sparkle counter right there. And they may be back soon. Hopefully. This is... we. When does uh, Darth usually come out of hibernation? Usually in the spring. So I think that okay. we're we're still a few well. months away from Darth Darth coming in. You can contact us at says who podcast on Twitter. You can email at hey that is h e y at says who podcast dot com. You can join the discussion on Facebook, which is once again a remarkably supportive community at slash groups slash says whovians. Our Facebook group is moderated by Janice Dillard. If you want to join the fan run discord server uh, where they were watching coping movies, I believe on, uh, on the sixth together on the night of the sixth, you can visit tinyurl.com slash says who discord. You can spread the word, subscribe, and please do leave stars and reviews on Apple podcasts or wherever you listen. And you can join us not next Wednesday because Everything happens on Wednesdays now, but next Thursday, similarly timed to this one sometime in the afternoon, January 21st for our post impeachment and post whatever the fuck happens on impeachment day, uh, not impeachment inauguration. You can join us next Thursday. Dan, it's the I month insurrection, impeachment, inauguration. Holy shit. Yeah. Yeah. Maureen Johnson. Jesus. Mm-hmm. You're right. Oh, my mm-hmm. God. It's the, it's the in Wednesdays. Hey, Jesus. Is there a Wednesday? Mm-hmm. I think there's an additional Wednesday. Uh, yeah. What's there's another the 27th. In? Oh, that's wild. Inca- incarceration, maybe? Oh! I like it. Anyway, join us next Thursday in the afternoon, January 21st, for uh, our post-inauguration day episode it will be out sometime in the afternoon on that thursday and from my basement in chicago i am dan sinker and from wherever it is i met <laughs> i mean you probably know i don't know if i do okay i'm maureen johnson and this has been says who Okay, but you know, just the way you say that, it's not very you just know. Just fucking sparkle this, you shitbag! Wow, it's real low energy, Dan. I can tell you're tired. <laughs>
That's all I got. This has been Sesu.